Taxes aren't fun, but if you're looking to optimize your finances, you have to get them done right. Today, we're going to help you master them. We're going over the tax deductions and credits available out there for families. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Tax season is here. And despite what TurboTax's Super Bowl ad says, not all of us are tax people. Most families I know are busy already and having to file taxes seems more like a chore than someone's idea of fun. However, TurboTax did have a point. Taxes affect all of us. And when you're a family pursuing financial freedom, it can be an opportunity to review and optimize your finances, take advantages of tax breaks you qualify for, and if you get a refund, use it to reach your goals faster. Whether you visit a tax preparer, file online with a service like TurboTax, or do it yourself, kudos to you, it really does pay to get more comfortable with some key essentials which is why both here and our sister podcast, Couple Money, we're going over how to make filing your taxes easier. In this episode, we're looking at decoding key tax items, like what is the difference between credits versus deductions, so you can be better prepared when filing, how to make sure your paycheck is working for you. I don't want you to be leaving money on the table. And then finally, accounts that can maximize your finances now and later. I want to help make things less stressful for you so you can knock out your taxes. Sounds good? Let's get started. Let's start at the beginning. When you file taxes, make sure you're using the right status. Why is that important? Basically, your standard deduction, how much you owe, and what tax credits and deductions are available are all based on how you file. The IRS has five main categories, single, married filing separately, married filing jointly, head of household, and qualifying widow or widower with dependent child. And each of them has a different standard deduction. For example, if you're filing single or married filing separately, your standard deduction is going to be 12200 If you're filing as head of household, it's going to be 18350 And if you are filing as a qualifying widow or widower with dependent child or married filing jointly, then your standard deduction is going to be $24,400. And I do want to point out, if you had a change of status last year, maybe you got divorced or married, then the IRS is going to look at your status on December 31st. So if you got married December 30th, in the IRS's eyes, that's your status for the year. The next thing you want to know about is withholding, and this actually happens even before you file your taxes. When you started your job, somewhere buried in that pile of paperwork that HR gave you was a W-4. And a W-4 is to make sure that your employer is collecting the proper amount of federal income taxes from you. And as a general rule of thumb, you should double check and possibly update your W-4 whenever the following happens. You get married, you have a child, or you have a significant change in deductions. And you also want to get your deductions right because it can work in your favor or work against you with your paychecks. 
For example, sometimes when you're getting a big tax refund, it's because you're having too much withheld from each paycheck. And then you have to wait till when you file your taxes to get that money back. So if you're properly withholding, there's a chance that you're going to get more money in your paycheck, which you can use then to take care of your financial goals instead of waiting until later. All right, let's talk about tax deductions and tax credits. Depending on your circumstances, your filing status and income, you can qualify for various tax credits and deductions. And usually people put these two together, but there are some subtle differences and knowing them can help you tremendously. In short, tax deductions reduce your taxable income. Tax credit though, lowers your actual tax bill. So your income, may be a certain amount, but when you use that tax deduction in the eyes of the IRS, they're only going to be taxing you on the lower amount. Now, what you owe, the tax credits can help. Depending if it's a non-refundable or refundable, not only can it lower your tax bill, but if it's a refundable credit, you could get that money back. And speaking of deductions, another decision you have to make is whether or not to take the standard deduction. So we mentioned that for a couple that's married filing jointly, that standard deduction is currently $24,400. The big plus with going the standard deduction is that it's so much easier when it comes to filing. You can use this deduction, no question asked. Or you can itemize your deduction, which may lower your taxable income even more. However, you're going to have to make sure you have the documentation on hand to prove that you qualify for all these deductions. In general, as you're reviewing your options, you're going to go with the one that gives you the biggest tax break. Let's talk about income. With the IRS, there are several different types of income, and I want to make sure that you understand them. The first one we're going to talk about is gross income. This is the total income you have from your salary, uh, tips, capital gains, interest, dividends, all of that, before taking out the deductions and your taxes. The adjusted gross income is all that income you receive minus specific types of deductions. And finally, you have your taxable income. And this is what is used to calculate how much taxes you owe. And it is your adjusted gross income minus the deductions and expenses that are allowed for that year. But it's before the tax credits are considered. And the last term I'm including, because people keep asking me about this, is your capital gains. And this is earnings that you have that does count towards your gross income. It could be usually associated with selling a stock and making a profit. But basically, you are selling some kind of asset higher than what you initially bought it for. So this is not a complete list or deep detailed a dictionary of tax terms, but I do want to give you the most important terms to be familiar with. That way, when you're looking at the form, you have a better idea of what they're asking for and that you can be more accurate when you file your taxes. Now that you have a clear idea of what those forms are asking for, let's move on to ways that you can capitalize with your taxes. Talking about making sure that you take the tax deductions, credits, and you're using the accounts to qualify for them. The first area we're going to look at is retirement. One of the easiest ways you can help yourself now and later is making sure you're making those contributions towards retirement. And there are two types of accounts that I want to talk about. And then within those accounts, there are two options. 
So the first account that many people are familiar with is your 401k. Other equivalents could be your 4013B or your thrift savings plan. This is an account open through your employer. And when you make contributions to what's called a traditional 401k, those contributions are made pre-tax, meaning that your taxable income for when you contribute is now lower. Another version of the 401ks is the Roth 401k. And the difference here is that you're not going to get the tax benefits immediately, meaning that money that you put into that is after taxes. But when you take it out during retirement, you can withdraw it tax-free. Now, depending on your employer, you can get an added benefit, which is a match. Some employers will put in money if you put in money. And so while you're saving already for your retirement, you're going to get some extra money to bump that in. And with the power of compounding interest, that can be significant gains and a big boost to your balance. Another type of account that you want to look into if you have the means to do so is an IRA or individual retirement arrangement. This is different than a 401k because you're not going through your employer. This is something that you open up yourself and you typically have more investment options available to you. And like a 401k, there are two types. You can go with the traditional, meaning the contributions you put in lower your taxable income now, or you can do a Roth where you put in the money after taxes, but when you take it out during retirement, it is tax-free. So let's look at the second area, health insurance. Healthcare costs can really take a tremendous bite out of your paycheck. However, there are some accounts that can help you get some benefits. The first one is the flexible spending account. And what this does is you take out that money pre-tax with each of your paychecks and it's set aside an account so that you can use it during the year for medical expenses. The downside with a flexible spending account is if you don't use it during the year, then you will lose the benefit. The second, which sounds almost similar, but there is a big difference, is the health savings account. Now, again, this is a tax advantage account in that what you put in will lower your taxable income, but it also grows tax-free and withdraws tax-free. You can use this account to pay for medical expenses like deductibles, co-pays, so forth. Now, the restriction with this is that you have to have a high deductible health insurance plan. Now, I have a couple episodes where I speak with financial planner Michael Dinich about making your healthcare costs more affordable, and we dig in deep about the different health plans and how to decide which plan is right for you. So please listen to those when you have a chance. And then finally, let's talk about kids. Raising kids can be pricey. But there are ways that you can get some big tax benefits now. Here are a couple tax credits to review. The first one is the earned income credit. For families who meet the income limits, this credit can be a wonderful benefit as it lowers your taxes owed and you may qualify for a refund. The second is the child tax credit. If you have a qualifying child under 17, you might be able to claim this, which is right now $2,000. What makes this a wonderful benefit is that it's a credit and not a deduction. And then finally, the dependent care credit. Daycare is a huge expense for parents, but you can offset some of that by taking this credit. It's based on how much you pay for childcare and household income. Currently, the limit is $1,050 for one child and $2,100 for two or more qualifying kids. 
Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify for some or all of these credits. So take some time to make sure that you understand how they work and who they're available to. All right, so after filing your taxes this year, you may find out that you're going to be expecting a refund. How can you make the most out of it? Here are five options to consider. The first is create or build up your emergency fund. If you haven't already, go ahead and bump up your savings. Life happens, so having a financial cushion in your bank account can be a wise move. The second is knock out a high interest debt. Carrying a high interest debt is like walking in quicksand. You're going to be pulled down. Paying off those debts can not only give you some breathing room in your budget, can also give you some peace of mind. Third is you might want to invest more for retirement. Did you max out your IRA contributions last year? If not, don't worry, you can fix that this year. Just take some of your tax refund and start contributing towards that. The fourth option is giving to a worthy cause. There are many charitable organizations that could use a little bit of help. So talk it over as a couple to see if there's something that you'd like to support and set aside a portion for. And then finally, please remember, just take a percentage and enjoy it. Getting ahead with our finances is not just about the numbers, but also quality of life. So skip the guilt and enjoy it. I hope you feel less stressed and more ready to tackle your taxes. As always, I'll have the resources we mentioned in this episode, including a link to get $20 off TurboTax if that's the route you want to go. Or if you want to get started now, just go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash TurboTax. Every bit counts, right? And don't forget, if you are in the Triangle area and you want to bank better, check out Coastal Credit Union. Not only are they sponsors of the podcast, we're members and we're incredibly happy with the services that they offer. And if you are looking to open a health savings account, they do offer that option. So please go to bankbetter.org if you want to get more information or sign up. Next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about that intersection of money and life because we're in the middle of tackling one of our big goals for 2020, which is updating and renovating our kitchen. So how do you plan for that? Create a budget and then also find a contractor that is a great fit for you and your budget. We're going to be tackling that. So make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already to get the info on that. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you grab your podcast. And finally, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. If you ever have a question, please join the community. I'd be happy to help. Just go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.